And welcome back to Top Dogs. My name is Fiction Boy. I'm Stream Arcadad. As you also guys know, Whiplash is not here this week. He's taking some time off, but we also have a special guest with us. So this is Vince Wolf. So Vince, can you please explain what you do? Hi guys, I'm Vince. I am the executive producer of Walking Dog Records. You may have heard us on uh, Spotify and every, uh, well, I say around the world. But then I guess uh, I'm a Twitch streamer and a teacher by trade. Hmm. Oh, okay. Great. Well, well, speaking of teacher, what, what kind of teacher are you? Oh, I'm a high school English teacher. So uh, I deal with all the uh, hormonal teenagers. Oh, that must be something. <laughs> that must be you know, something. That's interesting because my boyfriend is also trying to be a high school teacher. Um, not oh, yeah. in, in, in history, but in art. Which oh, I find, mm-hmm. it was, from what I understood, I thought that was probably one of the hardest ones to get. Oh, yeah. Teaching in general is kind of a, a, an all-time high of, for demand, but then there's a, lo- there's a lot of, uh, after the pandemic, a lot of teachers are kind of leaving and trying to find other lines of work, too. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got in and you got out. So Okay, okay. So in terms of like music, like when you were making music, what inspired you to get involved in that kind of line of work? Uh, that's a that's a really big big question because there's a lot of things that kind of contributed to me doing walking dog music. So um, I was uh, you know, working during the pandemic teaching f- uh, online, you know, which was really really hard for a lot of teachers across the country, um, I, I guess around the world. And um, I started picking up streaming at the same time, which I didn't think I would ever do. And uh, I ran into a lot of issues that a lot of other of my friends did during streaming and getting dmca strikes against their content and getting stuff taken down or suspended or banned and so um after doing my research and networking with some artists some musicians and uh some illustrators we kind of got together and started making uh, walking dog oh wow that's pretty cool though I would imagine like the whole networking thing took some time and you know develop over over like did you guys like do it in a couple of years or did you um, um actually so back in probably the may so i was teaching during spring break or right before spring break and i remember telling my english class at the time i said okay well guys uh apparently there's this pandemic going around um i'll see you in two weeks and uh because we had spring break and i never saw them again actually uh until you know two years later and during that time i uh started to network and streaming and i met some artists by going to some art channels uh, who are some really good friends of mine now some music producers uh just from other conventions that i've worked with and um just uh illustrators because there's no short of talent within our fandom mm, okay oh by the yeah. way to the audience uh, we also have kid here i apologize i thought Thank you would have come in and say <laughs> no the thing is noticing. though we <laughs> kid here's the thing when we say our names you you jump in you sped past how, me. I don't. I'm, yeah, I'm still trying to get you to my own latency. Right off the bat. You <laughs> all may fine. remember me. Uh, I'm, our, I'm our community director. I'm Kit Clausen. Uh, I am filling in for Whiplash this week. Um, 
Yeah, that, that was that was my introduction. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very that sorry. in, right? Somewhere. <laughs> this one, maybe. Maybe, but I feel bad now. But I guess you know what, Kit? Uh, do you uh, do you want to ask any questions to see if I can just make up for my mistake? On <laughs> you for just a moment. Uh, oh, poop. So, so you you said you are a teacher. Um, so my yes. my mom and stepdad are both teachers. They teach middle grades. Um, oh, bless them. So I I got a firsthand seat to what the uh, pandemic did to the education system. So oh, yeah. what was teaching from home like for you? Because my mother is in her mid fifties. And mm. learning Zoom, learning Zoom for her was uh, it was a, str- a struggle. <laughs> so what, what was all that like for you? Well, a lot of people either either you had to adjust and get the kids what they needed to know in education, or you flopped, and everybody knew it. Like the kids knew about technology and knew how to get on their hands on. And luckily, I guess I had already been streaming for a little bit. And then um, I kind of rolled into it, and some of my equipment looked weirdly more high tech, weirdly new to the kids. So they're like, "Oh, what is what is this going on with this teacher we have?" And so um, sometimes I would have lights in the background. So I definitely had a better quality microphone. I wasn't using a school laptop or anything to, to do my education <laughs> with. Great. Yeah, so and I, I literally had a DSLR <laughs> camera. Yeah, that's awesome. You set up for your class. I did. I did. And they did try to find me. They're like, hey, hey, do you stream on Twitch, mister? And I said, oh, no. I don't know what that no, is. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know no. what you're talking about. I'm old. No. What is that? I'm not running. Yeah, I'm too old. I'm not running Poggers. a 3090 GTX. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All them graphics. Yeah. Sorry, quick question. Uh, so, as we're recording this, today is Father's Day. How's your DMs, Vince? <laughs> oh my God, my DMs have blown up on my stream today. We called it, of course, <laughs> Happy Daddy's Day because anybody could be a daddy. So we yeah. called it Daddy's Day. It was good. It was a good. Yeah. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Am I like? I, can't, I feel like I'm sexual, the only guy. By the way, no, it doesn't. I'm it the, doesn't at all. No, it doesn't. No. I'm, I feel like I'm no. the only guy here that doesn't like to be called that anymore so well i take it as a compliment if somebody's calling you dad and he's taking you as a role figure as a role model so i'm I'm actually honored by this and i like to help out people so why not here's the reason why i don't like it it's because have you ever seen anybody on like any user account with like any furry or even um other people that has their username called daddy or something and they're the most cringiest guys like I've ever yes. met. <laughs> like me, Arca Dad. Been... <laughs> like they act like there's. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have a point. Here's the point. You don't make it sexual. But they. No, but don't. the ones that like have their username Daddy something, are the ones that make it sexual. But they're not very good at being that figure because it sounds so forced and you know not natural. That's why I don't like yeah. it because that's what people. Mm-hmm put me in and i'm like uh no 
It's That's like when you see those like. brands that are, that are called like great flavor or great value, and then you taste it, and it doesn't have a great flavor <laughs> at all. It's like, have you seen products like that? They advertise yes. something they're not. It's really funny. Yeah, that's that's what I don't <laughs> like with the some of the usernames with the whole dad thing and that's their whole thing on their their Twitter or whatnot. It, it, they're not very good at it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's something like you know they're trying too hard to be something. <laughs> that's what I noticed, and then I was like, that's really not you, dude. Come on, where where's the other variety of you? <laughs> I don't think we should evaluate ourselves. We should let other people describe who we are. I chose Arkadad because that's what people were calling me. And when I, I got mm. locked out of my TikTok account for technical issues, I had to come up with a new name. Technical. And I was like, you know what? This kind of fits. That's what people are saying in the comments. I'll just go with that. But mm. we should never judge. We should let other tell us and describe us mm -hmm. who we are. It's not good to say, oh, okay. This. Anyways, I could drift on hours for this. <laughs> Let's keep going. That's all right. All right, Vince, I wanted to focus. I asked you a question about the music. When you are doing music, uh, did you start off with maybe making singles first or did you went straight to album? Um, I did a, whew, I did a lot of research before I got involved and I realized that if I wanted to make a impact on our community, I needed to go a little bit big, um, with the resources that I had. So, um, I decided to release three albums all at the same time to kind of put a bam, we're here. You know, and so we released 30 songs, um, one from Japan, uh, inspiration, uh, the other one with a New York slash Harlem feel to it. Mm. And then, uh, another one that, that kind of quickly escapes me, but, uh, we decided to go really hard because we wanted, there was a need for it. And so we wanted to make a bank of music for people just to use flat out and just don't have to worry about it. Press play and go. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Mm. What about, what about you, kid? You want any questions? I'm just you know rotating it around as we go. <laughs> uh, don't put me on the spot. I'm not ready. Yes, you are. You've done this so many times. You should be used to it uh, by now. I've, I've done this once. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So, where do you get your ideas for the different albums and songs that you you write? Um. So I have a team of people that I work with and usually I love letting artists do their work. Um, every artist has their own process, their own muse, their own set of inspiration. So I usually... <laughs> <God damn> <laughs> Like clip I love this. I love this. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, no the this purpose when I said do not mind me. No, when I said don't mind me, it's because Sakura's camera was so focused on you. I went around it because I wanted to turn off the mirror so I can see the thirty minute oh. thing. Oh. Oh. Hmm. All right, go on. Like so, as you're floating across the screen. Don't mind me. Just going back and forth. I mean, he just floated his sweet cakes right across my face. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can look, but you can't touch. Ah, you never want me to. No. Damn it. 
<laughs> but go on ahead. <laughs> well, well, there's another idea. No. <laughs> so, okay, next theme. Um, so we, um, I, I don't. It's kind of hard because I kind of pull on a lot of different inspirations. So Japanese album came really heavy because I love Japanese culture, right? So I'm hugely mm. influenced by it growing oh. up. Yes. Um, mm. I, I loved uh, the. the <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Um, I've, I really, really want to visit one of these days. I've, I've never had the, uh, the, the chance to, um, but I have family around the, the area over in East Asia. So I, um, uh, Harlem Renaissance was really impactful for me during college. I just loved the idea of black culture and, and just everything that they've done to kind of like inspire American uh, music and so on and so forth. So uh, a lot of my ideas come from my life, really, um, and kind of the mm -hmm. things that kind of inspired me growing up. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you, now I'm going to ask you a question about your Twitch streaming, which is, what inspired you to be a Twitch streamer since you brought that up? <laughs> Oh, I have I have a huge confession to make about streaming. Actually, um, I remember oh, no. sitting on. <laughs> well, this was before the pandemic, right? So I had no interest in streaming at all. And I remember looking at Twitch just because one of my friends and I, I, I have a lot of gamer friends, and someone I non furry gamer friends told me, "Hey Vince, watch this streamer play Overwatch," and I was like, "Why?" That sounds so dumb. <laughs> like, why do I want to watch somebody play a game when I could play yeah. a game? And so I thought streaming was really one of the least interesting things that I could ever think be, to be a part of. Um, mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, uh, four or five of my friends before uh, when Overwatch 1 was a thing, they said, hey, uh, do you want to just play a team game with us? And I said, sure. And they were like, we're going to stream it. I was like, okay, I guess. And then all of a sudden, when they said go live, I just popped up and I felt like my character or just something kind of took over me. And all of a sudden I felt like I wanted to entertain. So I, I will eat crow about, about, uh, streaming. Okay. Oh, by the way, on a side note, your leg is clipping into the chair. You might want to move up just a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's scoot right. your butt over. Just don't get rug right. burned. I will not. I will try not to get rug burned. I'm not going to drag my butt <laughs> across the floor either. Wow. How rude. <laughs> I'm holding back to say something right now, so don't make me. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm asking, do you want to ask a question? Um, I'm curious. So uh, I thought, do you actually write some of the song or you represent a house that hires people to make the music? Um, so as the executive producer, I wear many hats. So I do uh, the main financial aspects of it. Um, I take care of the marketing and kind of the social media aspect of it as well. Um, I know some intonation and music, like I did a lot of sight reading growing up. I could play the guitar, piano, so on and so forth. But when it comes to actually making the kind of music I'm looking for within the company, I give that to better talent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're kind of like me on that too. You trust the artist. Like you give them a lot of freedom. Like, look, I this is kind of the vibe I'm going with. Just have fun, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Scream. 
Yes. I don't mean to. I don't mean to worry you, but <laughs> Kofi forgot to put our thing in after the thirty minutes. <laughs> what? It's been thirty minutes already. No, 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 no. He forgot oh, to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll. I'm just God, warning. Uh... I'm just letting you know. Don't, don't worry. Okay. I'm just warning you up. No, so I when it's this, time, I'll, yeah. Okay. So sorry about that. It was a little technical difficulty. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I have a question. It's, it's a thing. Actually. What's your question? Uh, for stream, you have your own business too, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yes, I do. do you are you fully hands on with that? Because I've seen some of your your stuff on that on your on your site Ooh. or on social media, and so yeah, I'm wondering uh, how involved do you get in that? Yeah, uh, I am a one person army. Uh, I do everything. Uh, so I do the social management. Uh, well, not quite. So I do a lot of partnerships. So my business. Uh, I build the website, I make the products, I do the design of the products, I do the finishing, the producing, the shipping, packaging, I do everything, but I have a few people that I hire, I have an artist that make my artwork for every time I have a new character, uh, mm -hmm. recently I just released the Amicus the amicus yes. toy thing mm -hmm. so i had i commissioned <laughs> habs to make the artwork the only thing i do not do is the artwork for the product and uh some of the graphics design so i have somebody that is doing graphics design uh, I have my artists. I have two right now that do my products. I also have somebody that uh, volunteered to do pro bono, taking care of the emails for my business. Uh, right now, legally, I, c I don't have the status to be able to pay somebody. So I, I will end up giving bonuses and maybe some free stuff to those people and mm -hmm. to you know say thank you. I only have one person that I'm doing it, f that he's doing it for free, but I appreciate the offer and I plan to give back. Oh, absolutely. Mm, yeah. So it is a lot of work. Um, the Amicus generated 300 orders, and they're coming in faster than I can fulfill them. So I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> so well, I congratulations on that. That's, yeah, it's an accomplishment. Oh, thank Very you. Good. It's still a big deal. Congrats, yeah. Oh, by the way, by the way, I, mean, I told my mom yes. about your business. She actually has a suggestion oh, really? that might help you. <laughs> I'm I'm open-minded to anything. But let yeah, me tell you something. It, that business, that launch is really going to help me recover from our failed attempt at having a child of our own and losing, uh, you know, failed embryo transfers and having to restart the whole process. Financially, it's going to be it's going to help me a lot to reset on our funds because we had to put ourselves into massive debt and be able to be able to do that project. And it failed. So it, it's really it's hard. Oh, but yeah. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, um, now that, what inspired you to be a teacher? And then we're going to get back on that. Woo! Uh, that's a lot, actually. Um, the long and, I guess maybe the long and short of it is that I, uh, teaching is my second profession, actually. Um, I started off, uh, I actually dropped out of college my second week. And I decided it wasn't for me. So I, mm -hmm. back in the day where you could work a restaurant job and have a roommate and be completely comfortable, um, it, it was, oh, I'm so sorry. I just got a ping. I'll have to, I'm so sorry. Uh, I forgot to put myself on, uh, ask me, there we go. Alright. Hang on a second. Watch out, you have to mute your microphone. <laughs> I should 
Probably All I right. told you about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I usually have it on uh, Do Not Disturb, but in order for me to actually accept your invite, I had to undo it. So You could put um, it on orange. That would have been fine, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're good. Okay. Hey, Pac-Man. <laughs> Do you mind if I catch on, I'm up with you later? I'm friends with him, oh. actually, funny enough. Oh, really? Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Oh, hell yeah. What? I am as well. I am as well. <laughs> I know you guys are recording. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. You have to keep yourself muted for now, though, for the recording, but it's fine. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Awesome. I trust oh, you. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so should I just start over or just gonna pick no, up? No, 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 you, you can, you can start, you can pick up where you started. Okay. You um, yeah, so, uh, I dropped out of college after two weeks, got my money back because it was like a community college thing. And I started working for a pizza joint based out of Boston named Uno's Pizzeria. It's a deep dish joint. And, um, we, I like climbed up the ranks and just started opening up restaurants at the age of 19 with a team so at that time i was kind of traveling the country i moved to another company three years later and started opening up restaurants with them by becoming a bartender and then the economy crashed the great big housing market popped and uh the the one in 2008 tell me about it oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, it destroyed the restaurant industry. And I had uh, moved to Wisconsin to be the regional director of finance, um, about mm. five or six stores. And so since the housing market bubble popped, it kind of did me in. And I'm like, well, I'm not living in Wisconsin anymore. Nothing nothing against people who live in Wisconsin, but Chicago is two, two hours away. And so I moved mm-hmm. back. Did a year being a receptionist for a doctor, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and uh, get my degree. And so I was like, well, I like helping people. Uh, I like teaching, so let's be a teacher. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's funny enough. Funny enough, my uh, my boyfriend is a teacher assistant right now, so he's getting experience while going to college for it as well. I'm like, bless mm-hmm. your soul. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard the stories. <laughs> No, 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 no. He just the same. From what he told me is mm-hmm. that I, I don't know if you can speak from experience, but when he became a teacher assistant, the other teachers above him kind of don't treat him nicely because not a real teacher. Mm-hmm. He, that's a real thing. Well, I would say in my yeah, in my experience, um, I'm very fortunate that my student and my school population at least the teachers and educators and staff members really support each other we're a we're a low socioeconomic um school district but there's a lot of like community and so that's just kind of how it is so we my my tas that i work with i love them they're great because they also help and they want to help and so i kind of like we work together as much as we possibly can yeah, I just know for a fact, like, when it just sucks because they're, they're kind of, like, full of themselves is how he explained it to me, especially the ones that are not really helping him. Mm-hmm. Is there something you want to say, Kit? Yeah, teachers don't have enough time away from the students to do what they need to do for the students. So having an assistant is a big deal for teachers. 
Not every teacher gets a teacher's assistant. Yeah, my boyfriend works very hard in that field. <clears throat> but here's the thing. He's not working with regular students. He's working with special ed kids. Uh, so, yeah. So that, that was the only option he had. But, you know, the kids really like him, at least. That's what I noticed. But the other teachers give him crap for some reason. I don't know. Mm. Uh, he probably would have to tell you more in details better than I would <laughs> because he's been there. But um, but yeah, he's definitely working on there. And I know for a fact, uh, once I graduate, move to Colorado and stuff like that, because that's where I want to live. He's going to be moving in with me. But he's like, well, wherever I go, once I get my license, I have to stay there until I retire. So I, d I didn't know that was a thing. So I was like, OK, I'll keep that in mind. Well, it's different for every state. Every state has its own um, kind of laws or tier system for retirement. Um, teachers sometimes have a blanket depending on the district. But, um, you know, it's very unfortunate to hear that from that's happening to your boyfriend. I know that, like, I love, mm -hmm. I love TAs. I love my kids. So it's just kind of, it's, mm -hmm. it's like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's not all, it's gonna, not going to be the same everywhere. No, it's not. But yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And I'll probably introduce you to him sometime. He probably can get some, you know, help. So, mm -hmm. um, I do. I do have a question for all of you. Um, what would you sure. say is your favorite grade growing up? And subjects. Like, what's your favorite grade? What's your oh favorite God. subject? Because I feel like everybody I... has their favorite teacher or subject. But try to pick something mm. good. Not not that you hate it. Something you really liked. I had this one class my senior year, and that was um, it was it was some it definitely was science, but it was not like any other science I've ever been a part because I, I don't remember the name, but it, it involved of us going outside, and we had to get these uh these outfits to wear like because we were going out in the woods and we were going in the muck and oh, finding cool. animals and exploring out of the woods, and yes, we dealt with dangerous. Um, animals, we well, our teacher, of course, did, but it was kind of cool just getting out and exploring mm -hmm. the woods and going on these trails and seeing these different animals. Uh, what scared most of my my uh, classmates was we saw a, uh, a water spout snake in the water. Yeah, I, I think that's the right <laughs> those things are me, so mm -hmm. I think they're, I, I don't know if they're venomous, are they, Kit? Because I don't remember. They are okay. A lot of the water snakes we have here in the south are venomous. <laughs> yes, Whew. it was a it was a very aggressive snake. I know that. <laughs> and then we um, when because I, I was in school in South Carolina, we even ran into a deer that actually was bold enough to actually come up to us. Mm. Which is very odd for a deer to do when like there's like twenty kids and a teacher. So yeah. <laughs> And the other day, we just, I saw a, a little trash panda having some, was bold enough to yeah, come up to us yeah. and steal the dog <laughs> food. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. You showed it to me. Yeah, I was, he could send you that video. If, or, unless you yeah. have Telegram. I can show you yeah, this, little yeah. panda, this little trash panda that was stealing dog food. <laughs> Adorable. Those cute little bastards. Yes. Um, me... Me, my favorite class was probably in secondary two, which is grade eight for you guys in the States, because in Canada, our school system is... So you got primary school, and then you got secondary school. So primary is 
uh, kindergarten all the way to grade six, and then high school or secondary school is from uh, grade seven to grade eleven, which is secondary one through five. So me mm-hmm. at secondary two, I had physics class, and I'm I'm more wow. of a hands-on type of person, and I'm a tinkerer. So physics class was something I was really into, calculating ballistics and stuff like that. And one project we had to do was a catapult. And that was my all-time favorite. Mm. <laughs> I made a uh, scissor jack trebuchet catapult that was kind of powerful wow. for its size. It was pretty nimble. It was like maybe this big, but it could shoot a tennis ball 150 feet with just a few bricks on the side. It was it was pretty good. You're that definitely proud of that. Yeah, math grade five. I did the there's the basic program, there's the advanced and then enriched. I did all the most advanced stuff to open up as many doors in case I want to go to university. I never did. But still I'm <laughs> proud I've done them. And uh, the grade five highest levels was probably one of the easiest math class I have. It was the grade uh, secondary four that was really hard, but the fifth one was coming back to the fourth and a bit adding a bit to it. But physics and math were probably my favorite classes. Hey, you know what? I got to point something out real quick. You got to love the furry haters that says, what do furries do? They're not that smart. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Some are dumb as hell, but some are very smart and clever. That's that's the thing. Like, there's such a wide variety. Well, yeah, it's just the thing is that, you know, people going based on stereotypes. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's a good example. A lot of dumb furries lately. And here's a good example. This takes an organization to run. So we're doing pretty good, I think. That's pretty successful, in my opinion. (laughs) Agreed. I think think my favorite, I don't know if I would call it a favorite. I was always good at math until I got to the college-level mathematics. And then it got really difficult really fast. Um, But I think... I enjoyed literature the most when I was allowed to choose my own books. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because I, I could absolutely open a book and read the entire book front to back in one sitting. Oh, really? That's great. Damn. Impressive. Were you just a fast reader, or were you just able like, to gather material about the book you were reading that quickly? Um bit of both like it especially if it were like fiction novels um mm-hmm. i i could find a series that i really enjoyed and literally in the course of one school day i could start the book and by the end of the day i would have to take it back because i'd finished it already you're like basically Dang. like you know Johnny Five the robot Johnny Five you go oh, like oh yeah <laughs> just the whole book in a few the robot. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people are gonna catch that reference because that's a pretty old that's movie even old for my just the dads just the dads I loved it just yeah, the dads are gonna know certified well, dad you know knows who Johnny too. Five is uh, yeah Sakura is excited <laughs> okay watch the out they're is... all over the place now <laughs> the thing is I know that too and I'm I'm probably the youngest <laughs> yeah but but yet but but even for me here. it's old like yeah yeah it was a good movie i like them actor house wants to say something he i, I could see it <laughs> he's saying he probably knows <laughs> it too three dots. <laughs> uh, he oh, no know. never mind he doesn't know johnny five <laughs> i'm surprised you're studying in the in the movie industry you don't know about it look it up johnny five the robot okay so <laughs> 
He replaces oh, yeah. laser for a toolbox because he's not mean. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> very true. Oh wait, before we do anything further, I got the wait translation a was bad for it. I'm ready. Ready when you are. Oh, I know you're. I, I know you're ready, but dang, we don't have any questions. I'm always wait. ready. I I'm guess we don't ready. do that for guests. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I was going to say. As I, as I try to find my way and navigate back to where I was. Anyway. <laughs> I'm ready for you, big boy. Come on. <laughs> All right. We can talk about that later. Anyway. I so, this. this is a good show. Wow. Oh, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Don't hold my hand. But, but anyways. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. okay so subscribe to our youtube channel hit the, hit that notification bell once you hit the notification bell it will notify you for our latest videos and our latest latest shorts and follow us on our audio platforms and leave us a rain as that will help us out as well join our discord and telegram chat links of all these are in the link tree down below in the description Cool. Call I was like, I was looking at you. I was like, how dare you hold my hand? <laughs> what? I tried to do that at uh, FWA and you were like, oh, what we'll, the hell are you doing? We'll talk more about like, that. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you next year. Anyways, calling to all of our Top Dogs fans. You want some cool stuff? You can by subscribing to our server subscription on Discord. Become a podcast supporter today. Get supporter meetups and talk, uh, get, sorry, get exclusive raw and uncut footage of your favorite podcast episodes. Join supporter meetups and talk with other sub uh, podcast supporters and the team. Plus, you get a custom-made paw emoji and other goodies that are come that comes with our $2.99 a month subscription. But wait, there's more. Upgrade to the podcast supported plus and get episode voting, supporter feedback, and live audience participation for $5.99. You also get a sneak peek of upcoming ideas, merchandising, and more. You don't have to join these subscriptions, but it does help us out a lot. And simply by sharing and listening to the podcast, you're giving us more support than we actually... Like, just the support we need. So, for people listening and people are being our supporters, Supporter Plus, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love y'all. Thank you. And now, I will say did, this. Did if you, you guys... Did you mention... I wanna... Did you mention what? we also have Patreon now? Oh, we... Okay, no, that Ooh. is not in our text. We, so, we also have uh, Patreon going on. Uh, everything's going to be in the link uh, in the link tree in the description down below. You can find us on Twitter. We have a link a bit everywhere if you do a little bit of searching. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can bring us support as well. If you don't want to go through the Discord platform, uh, we will send you a link to join the Discord and have access to all those benefits as well. So, thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And also another thing, if you do go to the Support Plus or Patreon Plus, you get to see the daddies. If you want to sit yes. on their lab and get, get, pet, get boy pets. Yeah. Such yeah, as they, Father's they Day. Too. Yes. <laughs> I hate myself for doing that, but I thought it'd be great. <laughs> I had to, just because it just seemed appropriate. Hey, but anyway. Sometimes we don't choose our roles, you just gotta go with it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. There you go. Okay. Um, I want to. 
he threw money at us. But <laughs> basically, say I didn't pay to come here. Of course. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a, it's a little accident. It's fine. You can stay here. Yeah, we'll do an exception. Uh, okay, so I wanted to get now. Let's get serious here, since we're going to be talking uh -oh. about teacher stuff. Okay, uh -oh. so. Oh. How do you handle like classroom management and discipline issues? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I got the one. camera like right in on me, huh? Um, so <laughs> it's hard. It's it's hard because um, this is my tenth year teaching, I guess now. Mm -hmm. So I have definitely have less classroom management problems than a lot. Well, not a lot. Then some of my coworkers have, right? So at my school, there's like 200 teachers. We're really, we're, there's a lot. There's over 4,000 kids. Mm -hmm. And so, um, uh, my, so classroom management, I guess, is it's, it's taken me time to learn because every person who becomes a new teacher kind of like wants to be friends with their students. And I fell into the same trap. And, you know, you try to be the friend and then they don't take you seriously when you need to get stuff done. And like you have to focus on teaching. And it's so weird for like the only profession that has a license. They really throw new teachers in. You're like, OK, figure it out. You know, you're kind of you're kind of left to the lion's den, so to speak. But oh, no. um. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but I learned that every kid, I... I learned this in my student teaching because in America we have to do a semester of student teaching first with an actual licensed teacher and then we're allowed to go in after we graduate. Um, I learned from my student teacher that every behavior has a reason. Every negative, positive, neutral behavior has a reason. And sometimes even the kids don't know it themselves. And this is why I love teens and kids way more. Well, not way more, but like, I feel like I'm more forgiving with kids than I am with adults because I feel like kids just don't know. And it's not their fault. You're, you're so, saying that adults you know, should be knowing better by now. With the, I, I, yeah. With the exception yeah, with of statement. some of them that may not be fortunate, like I said, you know, special needs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I right. get that. There, go on. Yeah, there are, there are outliers. Will always be an exception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, and I, so I I realized that as they got into like my third or fourth year, that kids really do crave stability. So, uh, because a, a lot of kids that I work with generally come from homes that are not your stereotypical uh american family i guess if you want to call it stereotype wise um but you know the idea of the american family is changing right so um i realized that as i continue to work with students more and more they had their own stories <laughs> they had like uh things that they needed to they didn't understand so I, I i realized that like you know i always tell my kids you know when i'm when i'm you know something happens and i'm like okay you've got two choices either a we can resolve it now responsibly or b we can resolve it outside with somebody else like a dean your choice and so they usually end up just like okay let's let because you give them the control right and kids usually don't have control so they make the responsible decision and they're like okay well then i'll take care of it and so we take care of it and it's over it's done we move on i kind of like wanted to point out something is like <clears throat> you know a lot of you know students complain like when they get done with high school that uh the school system has failed them because they didn't really teach them life things and what what do you have to argue with that, or do you believe that's true? 
I well, let me let me ask you for how, do you agree or disagree with the sentiment? Think <clears throat> about your high school life or your school life. Do you think it prepared you? Yes or no? I would say I was a kid. So, but I will say this: I was not a very responsible when I got out of high school. Most most are not. Like I didn't care at that time when I was eighteen. So. I had to learn that the hard way, which, in my opinion, learning the hard way, you do learn better <laughs> by failing a you lot. faster, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's really kind of, to me at least, I feel like it's more the student's fault for not taking things seriously when they're about to get to that age, you know, mm -hmm. because you don't know any better. Sure. Because you chose not to. Stream, what about you? What is the question exactly? I'm not do, sure. Do you feel like your education system, like the education system in oh. Canada, prepared you for the real world? No. The only the adult, only yeah. actual class that I still use every single day was home economics. They taught you how to do use a sewing machine, how to do cooking, which is the thing I use the most. I wish there was a class about budgeting, about financing, getting mm -hmm. a job, mm -hmm. finding a house. You know, things that you actually, yes, math and physics and good history. See, history is important. I think history is important. Geography is important. Because if you got, you plan on traveling, it's good to know where stuff are is. But those advanced stuff we're doing in math and physics and other things, they're bid. Oh, exaggerated for for what we actually need so my answer would probably be i don't know 50 percent maybe 25 like percent they got me ready i mean they they get they get they give us a base to get started but in no way you're actually done learning because they're preparing you for maybe 15 to 25 percent actually that would be my final answer of what there was you a actually need in life there was a class that I took was called personal finance class. So that was probably the only legitimate real life class that I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when when I was in middle school, uh, one of my math teachers had a lesson on money management where we learned how to write checks. Uh, because that's something that nobody teaches you. They, they don't teach you how to properly fill out a check. Not that we use checks anymore anyways, but, yeah. you know, 20, 20 years mm -hmm. ago. Um, and then in my high school class, we had a full semester on civics at where we, we were taught how to budget and, and what, what type of home we could afford uh, over, over a full 18-week period. We, we studied different different parts of adulthood uh we we did one lesson on like the court systems uh we did a lesson on budgeting uh purchasing homes uh yeah so i mean it it depends on the school system too if if those lessons are available in in your school system you should absolutely invest in them because yes you're not going to use mm -hmm. trigonometry in your day-to-day -day life but <laughs> Unless you're but, a carpenter, then yes, but most people won't. Mm -hmm. I think the thing, right. I think that the formula I use in math the most is the cross, you know, calculation. Like you have this dimension and that dimension. You want to know the percentage of this, what it means. You know, those this cross multiplication you do. That's probably the thing I use the most in math from my classes. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. Well, basically, you still need to um, know basic math, which, you know. Yes, of course. That's that's obvious, but it's mm -hmm. those extra super fancy with algebra. I actually loved algebra i really had fun doing it because i saw it as a puzzle and i like puzzles so this is kind of why i like math a lot but like mm. those advanced like uh, those equations they're completely like we don't use them anymore but i really mm. wish they also gave classes about just human relationship socializing with people uh uh, manners and stuff classes. because a lot of yes because a lot of people have a lot of uh, so, uh, some uh, there's a lot of people that have th they struggle with their social skills. I was one of those people. And this is why I like, I, I, I again, I've made so many mistakes that I'm learning and I try to share these ex the experience with I had. And it would be good to teach proper manners to people, how to communicate, uh, a bunch of things, you know, that I feel that would be so much more important than like all those advanced math classes i would put them along home economics and then budgeting and learning about like credit systems and houses i it fits mm -hmm. right along those sorry mm -hmm. i'm stumbling on my way no i know oh it's You're good fine. it's good I do would like to say that, you know, once these kids like get out of high school and they're out in the real world, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people that take advantage of their ignorance. And it's and we have witnessed that before. So they use and that as an other, excuse. Yeah, they use that as an excuse for the behavior. I'm, and this is why I'll tell kids I get out of high school, you know, and, you know, they're about to be a part of the adult world. If you're going to try to, you know, talk to adults about anything, at least you got to know what you're doing first before you start doing something. Like, take some time to understand what you're doing before you actually do it. Otherwise, other people are going to do it for you and they're going to manipulate you. Because I've seen that already. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably don't mm -hmm. realize that yet. Uh, and they, you think they might be helping you, but they're really not. They're putting you into a situation where you're going through fire and you don't know what you're doing, but you're still letting them deal with it. That's that's not a good friend. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, take so, the time to understand it. Right. So in the education system, we have a thing that we call as the pendulum. So the pendulum swings from one side of the education system to the other. And what we think about this is we call this as like skills based versus things that you do that are like practical application, I guess, or yeah. um, like fiction, we would say in English or, um, you know, having nuances in history. So like now we're so far over here because of the pandemic and we've had to like trim a lot of things we've had to have kids ready for uh, different focuses and the um, mix with politics and um, federal systems and all these other things that happen it's like a, a lot of our kids and um, have a deficiency in, in learning to be social in understanding the human condition finding the, the the connection between why am I learning what am I learning in school and how do I bridge that gap to the outside and real world and there are some teachers that um, and I will say myself I'm very kind of rebellious to the skills-based system but I have to do it because I'm under contract but like um, yeah I will 
teach what needs to be taught, but I will also, and this is why I love fur, the furry fandom, right? We have so many friends and colleagues that are rocket scientists that work for Apple or Netflix or Google or are car mechanics who do trade like all over. So what I, I do with my English too. classes. Yeah, in federal, absolutely. Uh, which name should not be disclosed. But mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we I, I try to tap in all those resources and friends that I have and I say, hey, I'm doing a unit on blah. Um, what does it take for my students to be successful as, let's say, a social media marketing manager? So what we do is I teach them all the English skills that they need for that. And then I teach them how to calculate their salary. What does it take to work in this field? Like, you know, what research do they need to do to be, you know, social media experts or to be an artist or to be, um, you know, an influencer. Influencer is kind of my favorite, obviously. But, um, you know, it just it it's. You know, some teachers really like to um, kind of take that by the the helm and just kind of run with it, and that's why I love English. Okay. You can you can do anything with it. Like I, you know what? I got a you gotta love English comp teachers in college. They are the most. I find them to be the most strict and very. Uh, they are the most very opinionated on your work. Um, yeah, I have the reputation of being the hardest uh, English teacher for my for my grade, <laughs> just because I like I. It's what you were saying before. I need like I don't want my students to be taken advantage of when they leave. You know, they they need to know how to you know to to read a document to you know if they're going to sign a lease on a car. Like you should know what you're reading. You know, you're going to do a rent on a house. You should you know renting a house or buying a mortgage and you know shopping all these for skills. A car. Understand yeah. what you're signing. <laughs> yeah, understand. Mm-hmm. You got to understand the language. Credit so, card okay. how they work, how they get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh, is, they like, got me. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get me though, because I wasn't. St- I wasn't going to fall for that, but because I had a great mom that told me don't do this. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, I was going to ask you. In terms of music, do you have any future projects you want to do without naming anything? But you do Ooh. have future projects you want to do. Uh, so. Speaking about taking things from my life, I am a huge, huge video game nerd. So uh, several series that kind of speak out to me, um, if you're familiar with any of the Final Fantasy games, Square Enix or Squaresoft yes. back in the day, mm-hmm. um, we're doing this whole video game arc this next year, this 12 months. So um, we're doing about 60 songs, so 30 albums, or sorry, three albums, 20 songs each of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. The critically acclaimed MMORPG, not a sponsorship or a shout out. But, you know, it's just, it's a great influence <laughs> uh, on a lot of people. And um, we have Pokemon. So oh, we really? have three albums. Yeah, we have three albums, 20 songs each of uh, skillfully crafted Pokemon music, uh, ranging from the original Red and Blue all the way to Scarlet and uh, Violet. What's Pokemon? Okay, kid. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I am. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Pokestone. Uh, 
I, I, I will admit, <laughs> my original team had an Arcanine, so I'm appreciative. Oh, really? Cool. What did, what did you yeah, want to yeah. say, Kit? Go ahead. Yeah, Kit. I was, I was going to say, in terms of video game music, I think my favorite soundtracks would probably have to be from the Persona series. Ah, yes, we did that. We just did that, too. We have that in our most recent oh, album. I, I'm going to have to my look husband. that up then, because that sounds awesome. My husband loved listening to the old Final Fantasy and Secret of Mana soundtracks. In the ah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played the game. Uh, it was, oh my god, that was something. I liked the... I know you guys don't probably have played it, but I like the Elden Ring music. Have you ever heard of their music? Uh, I've only played El- uh, which one? Skyrim. Skyrim, yes. Skyrim's music. Okay. That's, uh, that's a good one, too. Have you ever played Elden Ring, though? Um, no, because I, so I only got into Skyrim because I had an Xbox at the time and I never really went the Xbox route. I went the the Sony PlayStation route. And mm. so I think I have like three different versions of Skyrim across my systems because, <laughs> you know, they just kept reproducing them so another another good game that makes good music was red dead redemption 2 which they had great music if you oh. should listen to them <laughs> i have a really bad memory of red dead redemption i actually played it for the first time and i was like okay this is cool everybody likes this game i've never been a cowboy let's let's do it and i was playing and then um i was raising money for because i work for mff so i was like raising money for uh, one of our charities uh, felines and canines and um i remember just walking through town getting off a horse and i didn't really get the controls right and i remember i was like oh my god there's a dog i want i want to pet mm-hmm. it and um oh, i didn't no. pet it i accidentally curb stomped it uh, oh, <laughs> I, no, said, no. I said i'm Poor never thing. playing this game again <laughs> i i don't know why they put this in this game i'm done i'm done i'm done um so but yes it does have beautiful they, music and great scenery <laughs> yeah they put some weird details in that game concerning like but the it horse was so when you good go cold weather weather versus hot weather have you heard about but hey you gotta respect the realism from the game <laughs> I mean, they're amazing on that part. I gotta give them to him. It's like unnecessary <laughs> detail, but you're like, huh, do tell. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Well, they're not the only game that did it. It was also another game that did it, but I won't mention that any further because I don't want to be on that subject. But yes, game was very beautiful. But I just thought the music for its time was very good, you know, because I don't know what Rockstar <laughs> does to get their music, but it fits their scenery or whatever they're trying to do. But um yeah. Oh um so I guess one more question if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. you have me well. Is wrong. there is there Ask anything this. else that you would like to share or talk about that we haven't covered yet? Oh, no. I um I actually just it just kind of popped in my head because I know everybody loves music and I know one of my well, some some of our fans asked, "Hey, you know, is your music safe to stream?" And I said, "Well, absolutely because we buy all the licenses and so you don't have to." So like I I know many people who have come up to me and said, "Hey, you know, thank you for creating this this stuff for us to use." And I just want to say, "Hey, thank you so much for using it." And you know, that's just like I think you guys know this as being a podcast channel that 
like you're putting mm-hmm. your your work on Spotify, you really want to connect with people, and you know I feel like music mm-hmm. really touches us. And so you know when mm-hmm. when you when I get to like walk in or see a YouTube video or see somebody streaming, and all of a sudden the music for Walking Dog Music is back there and not getting taken down or DMCA'd or anything, I feel mm-hmm. feel pretty good. So thank you and and thank you guys for of having course. me on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big appreciation. But I will yeah. mention this. Uh, I'm also working on music too with the with the Misa thing that we have, but it's kind of like my own personal project. Uh, yeah. If I, if I ever come by you and I have a question I don't I don't know about, I'll ask you. I there, would there love is... to help. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, I just had to tag you on Telegram, and then because we're in the process and like formatting uh, the what kind of vibe it's going to be. For for each song and what the lyrics going to be. Um, we're we're going to start with intro, course one, those kinds of things. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, there's also, you know, cover songs that I wanted to do, but I'm like, I've seen other bands do cover songs of, like, uh, for example, when Queen did Stone Cold Crazy and then Metallica did their own version. I'm, I don't know if there's, like, a license where they have to do, you know, pay to play that song kind of thing, which I think you'll tell me later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of course. I think uh, that concludes today's episode. Unless you guys want to say something real quick, we have like three minutes left. Uh, I'm curious if you're willing to answer. I'm curious about your age because I know you're older than us, but I don't know exactly. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. I, uh, I am closest to you in age. Okay. But I'm not over 40. How about that? Oh, okay, okay, cool. Cool. I saw you guys had well, Moose I mean, on, so I know he's he's yeah he's a dad for sure. No, <laughs> I love Moose. My husband is thirty. Moose is a great so. dude. Oh, oh yeah, he's he great. was definitely a great to have on. Well, hopefully we might see him again in the future. Who knows? But you got anything you want to say, Kit? Mm-hmm. I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, awesome. Do you want to say anything? Anything? At all? Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Advertise your socials. Oh, yeah. great. Uh, well, you can find me personally at Vince Wolf on social media, um, any of them, and also on Twitch, which I stream several times a week, usually in the morning because it's summer break, in the evening when school is in session. But you can also find Walking Dog Music on every music platform in the world, um, and including YouTube on at well at Walking Dog Music. Okay. Cool. Well, if you, that's we're definitely going to be into that. This actually was pretty good. All right. So I guess that concludes today's episode, guys. See you guys next week and stay awesome. Bye.